I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have yet discovered. I'm a superhero, Mama. A real-life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We'll make you a superhero. Are you ready to become the hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. You know, so I was cleaning up my personal shuttle yesterday and found what looked like someone had been sleeping in there, even living in the shuttle for quite some time, actually. Uh, No one was in there at the time, but just as I was leaving, Captain Influence started walking up the ramp into the shuttle. I I don't know, it must have startled him or something because then he ran away. So there you go. There's an update on the last day of my life. Let's rock it. Welcome to The Real Brian Show. Oh my gosh, wait. So I'm here, I'm back. And I decided to come back and do another episode. So yeah, I know it's not that long after we did that last episode, a couple weeks only. It's audio only. Not back on a regular release schedule quite yet, but you know, we're working on it. Dude! Captain! Dude! What? Captain, you're here! I'm I'm so sorry I ran away. I I thought you were your mom. I apologize. Wait, I look like my mom? Don't worry about it. Well, welcome. Hi, I, is, yeah, you're, you're I, I'm coming here. out of retirement for an episode. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Wait, you're doing? Re- you're in retirement? I've retired from the Real Brian Show, as you mentioned in the last episode. But well, I didn't uh, know you'd retired. I just you were taking like I'm not going to be doing this consistently. Well, but are yeah, you actually in retirement? I'm, I'm retired, but I'll be back once in a while, right? You know? Yeah. Okay. So it's it's kind of that uh, <laughs> you know you don't have to you don't have to get the, you don't collect the paycheck anymore. You can just show up for fun now. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know I've got I've got so much gray in my beard now that yeah. I just figure you know it's, it's four <laughs> years was a really good run and uh, yeah and so it's been longer than that. Well, were we on how how long was I on the show? I thought it was just four years. It's been almost five. Wow. Yeah. See? Actually, I, that's crazy. Wait, <laughs> you were collecting a paycheck from the show? We know when you I said that. You said no. Oh, see, that's why I thought, uh, that's why I ran away from your mother because uh, she pays me to do your show. Oh, you didn't know that? No. Wow. Really? Yeah. I don't get paid to do the show. Oh, geez. Maybe I shouldn't have said anything. I get, I get screwed, man. This is not fun. (laughs) Dude, I'm just so excited we're here. Let's let's move on. (laughs) This has been, you know, the last time we did a show together was January 20th of 2023. Again, for the Uh time travelers, in case you're, you know, I, I get it. People get confused what year this is. You travel through yeah. time. You're like, where, when am I? I don't even know anymore. I get so lost. Yeah. It happens to me a lot. It gets a little agents of shield after a while, right? Yeah. I mean, with yeah. all the time travel and that. Okay. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Uh, but I, you know what? It's interesting that you're here because I made this random concoction just now that sounded good. Actually, one of the local coffee shops, they do this thing. Well, and this is not local only. Like other people do this too. They do this thing and it's a, uh, what they call an espresso tonic, I guess. There's new ways of doing this, but I had to throw this out because we all like, well, if you like coffee and espresso, that's fun, right? But how weird is it to put espresso into sparkling water, let's say elderflower syrup and, you know, some orange bitters Elder and stuff like that? Flower. Yeah, I'm not even entirely sure what it's. It, it was good. I tried it. It was amazing. Then I saw people were doing ginger beer and, you know, ginger ale, by the way, um, with the twist of lime and then pouring espresso on top of that, too. Huh. And I thought, we got to try I, I got to try this. I got to see what this is about. So I, I made some. And I, here, I'm, I'm going to give you a little bit to see what you think about this. Okay, but, but um, you're going to have to beam it to me with your shuttle. Well, no, we're in the same room now. Oh, yeah, we're yeah, in the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. You, you forget that we're actually like, you know, I know we're a mile <laughs> apart with, 
<laughs> the size of the studio, but all right, you ready? You ready? Yes. This so, is so going to be interesting. About this. So it's, it's ginger beer, twist of lime and espresso decaf espresso for, for today. Yeah. How interesting. Dude, that tastes exactly like I imagined. It tastes <laughs> like espresso with ginger beer and a twist of lime. Yeah. Yeah. It's edible. <laughs> it's good. I wouldn't drink it on the regular. <laughs> yeah. But, um, interesting. Yeah. It's what, what was it remind me of? Um, Dude, I love this. This it's, is amazing. It isn't bad. I, I know it's like not normal. That's the thing. You know, when people buy an, es- you buy an espresso, you're usually getting, you know, a latte or something with sugar in it. And, and that's it's, what we're used to. It's like a sweet espresso. Mm-hmm. That's what it tastes like. Like a sweet espresso. There's but a lot like of a gingery. You got a lot of acidity, right? So you've got espresso has acidity in it. The lime has acidity. The ginger has acidity. Oh man, I need to, I need to, I need to drown out the acid in my stomach with some Himalayan bistro tonight. Dude, dude. yeah, it, we, we need to eat some Himalayan food some, afterwards. Some momos. You know what's funny is I can't even hardly even say Himalayan anymore. <laughs> no. I get stuck with Himalayan or Himalayan. <laughs> <laughs> I tried saying it the other day. I was like, I, no, I can't do it. Dude, oh. okay. Now, granted, I've had something like this before. So this to me is fantastic. Um, but I get it's, it's refreshing. It's meant to be cold. Mm-hmm. And I know this is kind of cool. We didn't put ice in it because I didn't want to water it down, but it's coolish. Coolish. Mm. They ought to have a TV show called Coolish. Coolish. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Mm. It's like blackish, that TV yeah, show. Yeah, exactly. Like blackish, except, except coolish. coolish. Yeah. So it's kind of like these people that think they're cool, but they're really kind of not. Yeah. Sort of cool. Yeah. But that's a good idea. Hey, I, <laughs> I want to say something really quick, by the way. I have gotten so much. This was surprising to me. So much feedback on the burnout episode that I did two weeks yeah, ago. Yeah. And I was, did listen, by the way. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And 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 it was amazing because oh, uh, what was it called? The Dark Side of Being Nice. That was the name of the episode, right. which I was uh, I was proud of that title. I thought that was really cool. Um, I had a little help with that one. But the point is, is that I was shocked how many people have reached out from the woodwork, you know, all over the place. Yeah. Saying I've been there or I'm dealing with it right now, or I didn't know I was going through this. And this totally is what, where I'm at or what I'm dealing with. I didn't know what was wrong with me. It's amazing. And I'm like, and I knew that was a case. I knew that probably either every person has either gone through it or is going through it and they don't know it or something like that. But it was pretty cool to see how many people really resonated and just went, Oh my gosh, I got to work on this. I think, I think a lot of people go through it, but they take it for granted. Yeah, especially the older generations uh, of which I count myself uh, yeah. Gen X. But uh, I, I think that, you know, when I get burnt out once in a while and, I, and then I unburn myself out, but I don't I haven't taken a break to do it yet. Uh, it's just I yeah. I just kind of some weeks I'm I'm like, I'm, I'm done with this job. I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. I, you know, what can I do? I feel trapped, whatever. But then the next week things ease off and I'm fine again. So yeah. It, it never occurred to me to do anything about it. And I think that's a lot of, I think that's most people. Yeah. Well, and I think it depends on the severity too, because that was kind of where I was for 15 years. Yeah. It was just kind of that exactly how you ex- expressed it was a, you have a moment, you know, the end of the week sucks. I'm going to quit. I'm not going to go back. I, I got to do something. And then you just move on and then you're fine the next week or whatever, or, or a week later, you know, you take a vacation, right? It's like, it's it, that kind of stuff happens all the time. And it was going on, for, you know, a solid 15 years, but I got to, this is where I think I kind of freaked out a bit is that I took some time off. It was in the fall sometime. I think we took a week or so off. I, I can't remember now. 
And I remember, no, okay. So going back even further was the beginning of 22. We took a week off. And usually when I take a week off, I just kind of relax. I gain clarity. I feel good. Came back and I was like, I didn't relax. I didn't gain clarity and I didn't feel good. Mm, That was weird. That was the first time in my life. And then you just kind of dreaded coming back. Yeah, it was the weirdest. And I don't dread doing that. Like I'm, I'm one of those that I like to do things. I like to work, you know, I like to have a purpose and stuff like that. Um, so this was weird for me. And then, and I didn't actually talk about this on the show. So this is, this is good to bring this up, but then fast forward, I did it again in the, when we, when I went to visit my cousins, you know, mm, we went right. to go out there and the same kind of thing. I thought I'm going to come back refreshed and I'm going to have clarity. And I had an amazing week with them, as you know, but I came back again, dreading it. Didn't have clarity, nothing. You know, I thought, okay, this, this is twice now. This is bad. Then it happened again in the fall. And then it happened again at Christmas when I took two weeks off at Christmas and finally, when I came back, I was like, this is bad. Like, I'm not in a good place. And so that's when it was the, you've got a severe case. And then I didn't even really understand how severe it was until I went through all those withdrawals and stuff, which was even crazier. But right. yeah, it's a, I had another interesting kind of um, discovery. It's not surprising, but it kind of makes sense. A lot of people, when they talk about burnout, they talk about, you know, you, you work too hard. You're a workaholic. You're addicted to work and adrenaline. And then other people might go a little deeper and say part of burnout is because you don't say no to things. You say yes to everything or you have no boundaries around your schedule or yourself or anything. And I've got that FOMO, you know, I'm an extrovert. It's like, dude, I I don't want to miss out on this. It's not even a fear. It's more of a, (laughs) I just don't want to miss out, you know? So I say yes to everything. So that's part of my problem. And then the other thing, and this is what I realized, and I don't hear this talked about ever. I'm sure someone out there talks about this, but I've not talked about, I've not heard it. And that's the, I was thinking back to why I stopped playing the piano for all those years Oh, and came back, you know, last June. Right. And I was realizing I'm like, well, there, there were some like dumb reasons due to, you know, very toxic scenarios and situations that I was in. But besides that, it's because I was playing so much music for so many years, stuff that I didn't enjoy playing. Oh, and I was just like, I just don't enjoy. I mean, I don't want to play anymore. Yeah. Just to play you were just playing things that other people wanted you to play. Exactly. But it didn't interest you. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I get it. you know, it's okay to do that once in a while, but that's like being a wedding DJ. You know, I, yeah. I, I have to imagine that there's wedding DJs out there that are like, they're totally not into the music they play at their weddings, but uh, that's their vocation. That's yeah. what they do. They and play I, the I songs that, that they too. want. <laughs> I did that too. And it's just like, yeah, be, you know, the ch- oh, not the chicken dance. It would, it would yeah. God, the chick- no. it, it'd be like me go- DJing at a wedding and everyone there wants to hear country music the whole oh, time. Oh yeah. And that's a big thing here. <sighs> That's a big thing here. No offense, anybody out there. Country is great, right, Brian? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what's so funny is is between, between that, like country was a big thing here for, for Colorado. It's just because, you know. But the other big thing was what people wanted to hear those same, and, and like you hear them at sports games too. It's the hmm. same songs, those same famous, everybody does that whole like Sweet Caroline. I used to <laughs> love Neil Diamond. And then that song got destroyed. Well, first of all, I used to love that song. That song is, I hate that song now, mm. with a passion. I mean, like, I love his other music, but it's always like, everybody's got to turn it off and do that. Bah, bah, bah. I'm course. like, oh, it's so cute. But as a <laughs> somebody who played that song 50 billion times for people, you want to basically strangle everybody that's doing it. <laughs> you know, it's like, come on. So you bah, know, that's a bah. good point. Ah. Yeah. yeah. Oh, why are you choking me? Uh, you're right. No, that's a really good point. But so not only is there that, and then that's the, you're, you're doing, you're playing stuff that everybody else wants you to play. This is the advice that goes around in the world of business and podcasting and YouTube and everything else. 
It doesn't matter what you want, Brian, or what you want, Tony. It matters what the listeners want. That's what you have to do. And that's fair, which is great. (laughs) But if you are doing something that you don't have a whole lot of interest in and you're only doing it because everybody else wants it, you will burn out. And that's exactly So it's interesting when, uh, you know, I was thinking about that with the music and I literally, I stopped playing because of the, the hurt, but also stopped playing because I just lost the passion for playing. And that was weird to me. So when I gained that back, I thought, okay, that's really cool. And then talking about that, and I thought that is why I cannot niche. And people, I have been railed recently about Brian, your show. I don't get it. it it's not about <laughs> one topic. I mean, who is people, that guy who thinks he's influenced or something? I've had people getting on my case about it hard, like like it almost in a mean way. And I'm and I know they probably mean well. I'm not discounting that, but it's just like, they just oh my get gosh, it. like. Yeah. I tried the niche thing. I did Arrow Squad. For those of you who right. used to listen to Arrow Squad, I loved Arrow. I loved it. But when you talk about it for three years every week and you live, eat, sleep, breathe Arrow and like all of a sudden you're like the Arrow <laughs> guy because every, I hated it and I hated the show afterwards because I just couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. So anyway, it's a very fat. I, I, I kind of was like, oh yeah, duh. That That's a very, very huge component for burnout. Uh-huh, yeah. And I yeah. think a lot of us get into that, you know? Yeah. So, and if you're, Working also, for others. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're also an entrepreneur, you tend to work all the time. And so not only are you exhausted from working all the time, but if you're doing something you don't enjoy doing also all the time, instead of, you know, right. You work 40 hours a week, you come home, you check out. But yeah, that that's the part of that. That's the part of your, your experience that a lot of people need to get their heads wrapped around is the entrepreneur thing and working all the time. Yeah. And you know, uh, those of us with a nine to five job, quote unquote, uh, we just, we can't relate. So, you know, we, we go to work then we go home and then we leave work at home and that's a lot of people. And so it's just, it it was an interesting perspective that you had Yeah, and it helped, helped. I think it helped a lot of people understand better what you went through, you know? Even though it's it's different from their own experience. Well, and that makes sense too. And I think that's where you see a lot of entrepreneurs burning out a lot. Yeah. And then people go, what's wrong with you? But that's why, you know, I was talking to my Pilates instructor actually, and I was kind of explaining this to her and I said, I will dream like in my dreams, I'm working or I'm hosting a show or, you know, whatever, or something's constantly, you know, and I'm angry (laughs) and I'm freaking out and everything's, I'm stressed out. And she laughed and looked at me and she goes, I literally am teaching Pilates in my sleep every single night. That's funny. And she goes, I don't get away from it ever. That's weird. And I said, exactly. Which is why you got to have boundaries now because she's a newer entrepreneur. Okay. She's been doing Pilates for a while, but she started her own business. Okay. Same kind of thing. I'm like, you got to set boundaries now because (laughs) this is exactly (laughs) the problem. Oh my gosh. Uh, Speaking of Pilates, dude, Mm. how is your Pilates my Pilates game is awesome. You're like, yeah, ripped. I just had my, um, so you all know I was counting my calories for the last year. Right. And I'm still doing it. I'm like on day 400 and something of doing it consecutively. Yeah. And I just had my, but that being said, and I'm still doing my biking thing on the weekends now that it's nice and warm out and whatever. But that being said, I've had so many vacations lately, especially since, you know, since the new year, I've had like two or three big vacations mm-hmm. like oh, a yeah, week long. Yeah. And I don't, I'm not, uh, I'm not disciplined at all in what mm-hmm. I eat when I'm on vacation. Yeah. So, so I, so I've been hovering around like 10 pounds over what my goal is. 
And I've just been kind of hovering there and I haven't been making any more progress towards my goal. Although I, I, you know, I, I did lose 30 pounds last year and I've kept it off because in part because of Pilates and I just had my fitness assessment. This is funny. Had my fitness assessment a couple weeks ago for my annual. They do it once a year there. That's cool. And they take all your measurements, like your your shoulders, your chest, your waist, your thigh uh, circumference, your calf circumference. (laughs) Dude, in the last year, I went from a 12-inch circumference calf to a 16-inch circumference calf. And let's see, I, That's good. I, I went from being able to hold a plank and not on your elbows. I'm talking about all the way up on your hands yeah. with your back pushed out the whole time, which is hard. Mm-hmm. I went from doing 58 seconds before I gave up to doing two minutes and six seconds before nice. I gave up. And nice. I could have kept going, but I was shaking so much and I just yeah. like, oh, screw it. Two minutes, six seconds. That's good enough. That's amazing. Um, what else? Every, every metric across the board, I, I increased, I did better on. Um, That's awesome. So... So yeah, Pilates and doing my stairs every day and going biking on the weekends, you know, now that I can do it again, all those, those three things and, and counting my calories has been a great thing for me. That's awesome, dude. And it's sustainable because I'm not, I'm not going, I haven't been on a diet. I've just been, I just changed my lifestyle. That's all I did. Yeah. 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 And that's a good, it's more long-term that way. Yeah. It's it's hundred percent long-term that way. And I'm looking forward to getting home from this vacation. Well, if you call it a vacation, uh, because then I can get back to normal again and stop eating too much. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's a problem. I understand yeah. that. And this, and I, and then I, oh, and then I have one more, one final week long vacation, believe it or not in two weeks. And so again, I'm going to be eating too much every day. I just know I will. I can't, I can't help myself. But then after that, it'll be all back to normal again. So I love it, man. Yeah. You know, that's, I'm glad you, you, you shared all those kind of things. Cause that's actually, you're right about the lifestyle thing. It's interesting that when the whole burnout thing happened for me, my physical eating, physical health and eating and all that was like the last thing on my mind. Mm-hmm. And so I gained a ton of weight <laughs> and I just ate whatever and I just didn't care. It's so big, Brian. Know, oh my I gosh. Like, I got so fat. <laughs> um, does this shirt make me look fat? So I, it, it was bad, but I was like, you know what? whatever. I mean, whatever. Like, I'm yeah. just going to do whatever I need to. And then I'm going to work my way back into it slowly. And so I have been doing that, but you know, we do the, we, we do the test thing where they talk about muscle density and bone density and all of that stuff, you know, and it's fascinating because, um, ever since really working hard at Pilates, like I'm in the 90, what is it? 95th to 99th percentile for what they call lean muscle something. Um, that, that's what you want to be in hundred, yeah. you know, the best of course, as in, as in, uh, BMI essentially, right? Uh, yeah, it's it's sort it's of measuring a lot of that kind of same stuff okay. too. But so obviously it's me- measuring your body fat percentage, but it's it's measuring your muscle percentage for like your arm and your trunk and legs and everything like huh. that. And so it's it's saying that if you have what they call a good level of of lean functional strength in your muscles, then you're in that percentile. So oh, good. it's a good thing, right? Then yeah. uh, what was amazing too, is my bone density has gone up ever since doing Pilates. And I know a oh, lot of people really? that struggle with like osteoporosis right. and those kind of things, they just take calcium. And that's like actually the best thing that you can do for strengthening your bones is weight resistance. And so we yeah, noticed yeah. that it was like an 8% jump since I started really doing Pilates from what it was before that. And I'm like, that's significant. How do, how do they measure that? I have no clue. Oh. I, I don't know how this works to be honest. I don't know the technology behind it, but yeah, I mean, that was amazing. Cause like I look back and I go, okay, here's what it was. And now it's 8% more dense, your bones in general. But is there a machine they have you hold on to or something? Yeah. Like yeah. You go through this whole thing. And okay. 
But anyway, all that being said is if anyone struggles with, with osteo, anything do Pilates yeah. because it really does actually help. I can't recommend that's it enough. Cool. That's, that's been the best. One of the biggest blessings that has come out of my relationship with you is yeah. getting into Pilates. I love it. I love it. My wife loves it. We both love it. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my instructor turns out she trains one of four local hockey, you know, the, the hockey, one of the hockey teams here in yeah. Colorado. Yep. Um, she trains four of their professionals and it's interesting. She's like, they're so strong, but their cores are so weak. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Yeah. And I thought, awesome. So like, I've got a stronger core than a, than a professional <laughs> hockey player, but they're bigger in other areas, but they right? Kick your butt. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But what's interesting <laughs> is that as they age, you know, cause hockey players, I mean, most sports players in general, but they were talking about hockey specifically, they get beat up. And so their coach actually, I think it was the coach and then maybe even their, their trainer was saying, they were both saying, hey, you know, as you, as you near 40, if you want to live for the rest of your life and function and walk and not have all kinds of problems, basically you need to do Pilates. That's what the coach and the trainer are telling these players. Nice. So yeah, she's training for them. It's really cool actually, but I thought this is neat. You know, it's just a, it's a good reminder that even professional sports players are doing this right. and it's actually really benefiting them. Right. I, I, I totally get it. I wish we were getting paid to say this because this is like, <laughs> yeah, by the national Pilates Institute, the yeah, NPI come on, guys. Yeah. Where, where's our check, man. Where's my NPI t-shirt guys. <laughs> <laughs> so last night, uh, we went to go see guardians of the galaxy three, yeah. which I know it's been out for a couple weeks now, but still, you know, we, we finally got to go. And it was the funniest thing because um, I, I was going back and, and I was getting ready to watch them. I'm like, yeah, I don't have time for this. I'm just going to go do the recap because I only saw Guardians 2 twice or once. I only saw that once. Okay. I've seen it twice. And I didn't really remember it that well. And then I did not see the Christmas special that came out in December. I didn't even know about the Christmas special until you mentioned it. So. It was not well publicized unless you're on Disney Plus kind of thing like it was in your face. But other than that, it was just not... So I didn't watch it. Mm-hmm. And then all of the little nuances from their appearances and all the other movies and Avengers stuff like that. movies. Yeah. So I was like, I got to watch a recap. Well, the recap was super helpful because the, one of the biggest things in the, uh, the Christmas special was talking about how it's revealed that Mantis is Peter Quill's star Lord's half sister. Right. And I thought, Oh, well that would have been ego, good yeah. to know. Yeah. So, and of course they do talk about it. So it's not like you're completely blindsided, but it's like, where did that come from? Right. Cause they just, they, in the, in guardians three, they act like it's just, everyone knows that. Yeah. So now no I need to watch the, the Christmas. Way. No, that's not a spoiler. Yeah. Um, I need to go watch the Christmas special, but I'm going to wait till Christmas. So all that said was, it was kind of cool getting a recap. If you have not watched all those movies in a while and you haven't seen the movie yet, then do a recap because it is actually helpful. Hmm. Went to see the movie. Got all excited. We reserved seats, you know, in advance and everybody knows, uh, well, maybe not everybody, but I'm sure most of you listening know that, that I'm a huge germaphobe, like big time. I totally get like massive anxiety around being around sick people. I just always have. Yeah. Um, thanks but mom. But it's not, just so you know, it's not obnoxious by the way. I've, I've never really noticed it to be honest. No, I keep it in, but it, in, it's very internalized okay. and I, I freak out and yeah. I try not to let other people know too much right. about it. But, um, you know, my mom being a nurse, it's like, you just kind of, you get like that. You know too much. Again, that goes back to you just know too much of what's going on around you. So <laughs> I'm probably the biggest germaphobe in the entire theater, right? We get into the hallway and everybody's like this big grouping. Like, are you going to see Guardians? Yeah. Oh, it's being cleaned. We're like, oh, why? Oh, somebody threw up. Oh. <laughs> and of course, both you and I, this is one thing that we do share. We hate vomit. Yes, and we hate throwing up in general. It's oh. really my only main phobia is, is getting is nausea. Yeah, basically. Yeah, and so. it's, it's one of my top ones too. 
So I'm thinking, oh crap, how much you want to bet it was like our seat, right? I, and I'm totally just throwing that out. <laughs> so then somebody walks up, it's one of the staff and they said, oh, we're cleaning it. We're doing like this big, huge, uh, full on cleaning. That's, that's like hazmat cleaning. And I'm thinking you guys get paid minimum wage. Like how honestly thorough do you think you're going to really be <laughs> thorough? On. Yeah. Let's be honest. Thorough, thorough. Uh, so I said, Henry David thorough. <laughs> and I'm thinking, so my first thought is like, there's no way they're getting that thorough. Right. Because they're not being paid enough. I wouldn't be doing it if I, I mean, I'd be like, eh, no. Second thing is, yeah, I felt bad for the people that had to clean. That I up. did too. Actually, I felt more bad for them. But then I said, right. oh, where was it? Oh, he's like, uh, row F. And I'm like, crap, that's, <laughs> that's our, our row. row. And he's like, right <laughs> under the projector. That's, that's our, our seats. seats. Come on. I'm like, of but all luck. the people in the freaking theater, the most germaphobic people. Well, and you yeah. you honestly classify into the most germaphobic. Yeah, I from, do. From when it comes to stomach bugs, I totally do. Yes, and I'm like, oh, so then we're thinking like, oh crap, does this person have norovirus? You know, you don't. You know, did they eat too much candy? We we yeah, we couldn't know. Is so. it Ebola? I mean, we're all gonna die. You know, <laughs> like, oh my gosh, yeah. So there you go. Um, Johnny Pistol Shot and I realized that literally my seat was the one that it happened because the floor was very yeah, wet it was underneath mopped, it yeah. and it was kind of disgusting. And I was like, I mean, it was clean and it didn't smell yeah, and it did not smell. So the good, we, we were walking in the theater, like sniffing. Yeah. And I have a super <laughs> sniffer. No, nothing, there was nothing, not even, you know, and so, you know, vomit has a pretty pervasive smell oh, as yeah. we all know. Yeah. And, uh, and so I was kind of impressed by their cleaning job. I, I'd like, yeah. I mean, th- there was no residual smell. It didn't smell like cleaning fluid either. That was uh-uh. the weirdest thing. Yeah. That was weird. They were pumping in fresh air. Yeah. Um, which I could tell because it was definitely not your normal circulated air. Okay. Um, I do have a sniffer. Yeah, I really truly have the super sniffer. So yeah, they did clean it up. It was nice, but I couldn't do it, man. I was like, I, <laughs> yeah, let's go can- sit in the front. So and Johnny's like, I'll join you. I don't want to sit back here either. He was even kind of freaking out too. So we're like, we'll That's go sit funny. in the front and you guys with the other guys all sat up there and that was fine. But yeah, I took a, I took a, I rolled the dice. I took a risk. I sat next to the seat that was affected or at least one, one or two seats away. And I feel fine so far. That's good. And and truthfully, it probably was somebody ate too much popcorn or candy as probably a kid just threw up and you know, kids, but I think like, okay, when I was a kid and I had to throw up, I knew it was coming and I was like, I'm going to the bathroom. I'm not going to just throw up all over the freaking floor or the hey, seat. I'm going to go to the bathroom. Some kids are goofballs, man. You know, unless that. it's like projectile or it's like <laughs> the sudden, what do they call that? Like a sudden surprise projectile and thorough. Those are your two. <laughs> Words of the day. <laughs> Henry David Thoreau and Project Tile, whatever you want to call it. It's like okay. pro- Project Tile would be a great flooring store. Oh, yeah. Seriously. That would be hilarious. Project Tile. Yeah, flooring. Oh. Project Tile flooring. I bet dude, there is one. Dude, somebody has to do that. Somebody this is has a great to. Idea. I bet they have already. You know, I was going to tell you another vomit story, but I'm not. Let's, let's move on. <laughs> so what did you think of Guardians 3? Just no spoilers, but just real briefly. Okay. Well, my take was that it was a very fun movie right up until the last 10 minutes. And then, and then some, for some reason I cannot fathom James Gunn took a giant, (laughs) enormous camp poop all over his own film. He like drenched it in disgusting, stinky camp. You thought and it, was it was that bad? It was aw- the, the ending was so bad. It almost ruined the movie, but it did not quite. The, okay. the, the rest of the okay. movie was fun enough that I can just pretend the end didn't happen. 
Okay. I didn't think it was that bad, but okay. No, I mean, you're not wrong that it was complete cheese. I I thought that the the ending made it look like the movie was for children, but it was not a kid's film. Yeah. There was, there was language in it and sometimes, and I mean, it was, it was, it was not a kid's, it just was not a kid's movie. No, but the ending no. made it seem like a kid's movie. Yeah. In fact, to, to that point, you know, the first guardians was fairly tame. The second one was fairly tame. This one was pretty intense and gritty without it going into the R rating right. and content. But I mean, it reminded me a weird. lot more like a peacemaker level of Ooh. intensity, but not that far. Yeah. Not, not even close to as far as peacemaker. Yeah. The peacemaker was like gratuitously over the top. It was. Yeah. Okay, and I loved it. This is a, this is a James Gunn tradition then. Because the ending of Guardians is the intro for Peacemaker, essentially. Oh, I didn't because notice. if you think about, well, you know, the show intro every time, and they do their little thing, and yeah, in Peacemaker, and it's yeah. completely cheesy, and you're just like, where, where in this, like, where did this come from? But that was okay. That was like a credits thing, right? I mean, yeah, but that's that's essentially what the ending of of Guardians was. Was that it was pre credits? It was pre credits, and it was. Oh, I, I, no, I just I know, it, it, I know. it I makes you. me cringe just thinking about the end of Guardians three. Honestly, it but was that bad. It's a James Gunn thing because this is, this is now twice. I think James Gunn became a new parent, and that's why he did this. I think uh, that that's why that, that's why Mandalorian was destroyed by by um, John Favreau. Favreau. Because yeah. I, I think this is just my theory. I haven't, I haven't researched this. Well, George Lucas too. I think John Favreau became a, a, a father of a girl, a little girl. He yeah. became a daddy. And then he just went Grogu crazy. <laughs> he did like no, literally no, with I, a capital G and a capital C Grogu crazy because that's all Mandalorian is now. And it's, it's just trying no, because of sales dude, because season one, it, it was not that bad in season one. No, I mean, it was there. Was, season one was okay. And honestly, they had planned on Grogu not returning in season two. They'd planned on that. <sighs> Actually, I read that and it's because that the sales were yeah. so big and it drew so many people in that don't normally watch star Wars <sighs> that are like, Oh my God, I love baby. Yoda. He's so cute. Oh my God. I'm gonna have all <sighs> they just milked it for all it was worth. So that's called, that's greed. That actually yeah. wasn't John Favreau. That that's, was a that's Disney the, greed that's issue. That's the destruction of art for the sake of greed. That's what that was. It was. Yeah. Which is a great lesson to remember. For what hey, it's kids, worth. kids, don't do that. <laughs> Speaking of Mandalorian, I, I've still only watched episodes one and two of season three. Me too. And I have heard from every single source that also thought Andor was like some of the best Star Wars in the world. Yeah. All of those same sources, all of the people that we've talked to, everything. Yeah. Every one of those same people have said season three was kind of a disaster. <laughs> and I thought, okay, I'm glad I didn't finish it. I'll get to it eventually, but you know, you know and I'm, and I'm, 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 rush. I'm glad it was a disaster because they deserve to have a disaster. I hope, I hope they lost money on season three. Yeah. I really truly do. And it's not, that's not out of spite per se. It's just, I, I no, feel like they need yeah. to learn their lesson. They do. They really do. Well, it's funny because the honest trailers guys who I love those guys and they make fun of everything, but they will be honest. And I mean, in the honesty, they will tell you whether they liked it or not. Yeah. And they, you know, they, they made fun of Andor, of course, but then they're like, my gosh, this is actually a really good star Wars though. You know, they, they were just talking about how amazing it was. And they're like, I can't even make fun of this. This is so good. You know, interesting. And then when, when Mandalorian season three, they did their honest trailer. At one point they said, let's face it, kids. This is no Andor. (laughs) They they just ripped season three apart. It was funny. That's great. But yeah, I'll watch it eventually. But no, going back to Guardians, I I actually loved the movie. Good. And I would say that you're right. The ending was extremely anticlimactic for me. Yeah. In many ways, I appreciated that they ended it because it is the end of the Guardians of the Galaxy story. Right. 
which is good, right? So they did end it. I appreciated that. But yes, that whole little cheese factor that went in there kind of killed it a little bit. But the first up to that point, like it was in some ways, I liked it better than the first two. Yeah, I liked it better than two for sure. Even with that last 10 minutes. Even the I first thought, one though, I thought that in some ways it was better. It, in some ways, yeah. yeah but I, but I, I really liked the first one. I didn't like the second one very much and yeah. I really, and I mostly liked the third one. So yeah. I won't, this is not a spoiler, but they really do focus on Rocket's backstory. Yes, and it's really that good. That's so good. It's very, uh, it's uh, so good. Just, Good. Yeah. This. Okay. Yeah. I'm having trouble with um my vocabulary right now. Yeah. It's well, fantastic. because you don't want to give any spoilers, and I know it's it's um <laughs> I'm not gonna say I can't say anything it's except satisfying. that it's really good. Yeah. You played the Guardians of the Galaxy game because you told oh, me about that. Man, that's a good game. I'm about halfway through it now. Oh, good, good. I finally started it. Sweet. I bought it last year sometime and finally started it based on the comic book and not the show Dude. or not not the movie. Dude. Well, they do have some. I noticed that in this one they took the Nova Corps uniforms and that's what they were using. Oh, okay. Um, in the Guardians of the Galaxy. That was like their Guardians of the Galaxy uniforms, but they right. were Nova Corps from the game and from the comics. Um, Cosmo in the game is this <laughs> this male Russian. Yeah, and in the movie, he's a, he's a female. So that was interesting. That they, didn't bother are, me though. These are not spoilers. No, it's just funny. I thought he could have been written. She could have been written better in the movie though. The, the, the dialogue was a little shallow. Yeah, because the dialogue in the game is, is amazing. Great. Oh it's my really gosh. good. That's yeah. a really well-written game. I mean, it's the it, Guardians it's of the Galaxy incredible. game is just a good game. Period. I honestly have to say that I think, and it's crazy because, you know, my first experience with Guardians of the Galaxy was the movie. Yeah, me too. And I loved it. I think this game is significantly better than all three movies. Yes. Oh, hands I mean, down. Not no even, no even question. That's an objective fact. Yes, yeah. it is. It's so good. So if you're a Guardians of the Galaxy fan and you game, Hands down, play that game. It Please is do yourself so a good. Yeah. I'm blown away by it. I even like, I mean, I love Chris Pratt. Don't get me wrong. Sure. Oh yeah. But the guy that the way that they do star Lord in the game, I almost feel more connected to than I ever did with Chris Pratt. Oh, and Mantis is, is a hoot oh, I in the met, game. Oh, I only met her once. Yeah. Yeah. She's not, but dude, Gamora in the game. So Gamora is named, what is it? The deadliest woman in the universe or something like yeah. that or the galaxy. In the movies, she doesn't strike me as super deadly. And in the game, oh, wow, do not cross her. She's she's scary, dude. I just love it when you're on the when you're on the ship in the game. Every time you walk by the refrigerator, the <laughs> yeah. door is open and you always I'm have like, to shut the door. <laughs> Guys, please shut the door. <laughs> it's Drax is excellent in the game, very much like the movie, but not as stupid. Yeah. Like the second one, he went too far. The third one was, was back to his normal Drax, which was good. Yeah. But the guy that voiced rocket sounds so much like Bradley Cooper. It's not even funny, right? It's unbelievable. So it's just, such, and Groot is amazing. Yeah. It's, it's so good. Yep. Oh my gosh. Yep. Um. Yeah. I got to I want to go. Play I'm glad one. you're playing it. Yeah. Well, I, I bought it. I think it was, um, I think it was black Friday because it was on a big sale. Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. And I was like, I'm going to get through Mad Max. And then I had some other stuff that I wanted. I just wanted to finish those first. And then finally I did. And I thought, okay, I'm going to play this finally. I'm like, oh my gosh. I will play that again. I've been, I've been toying with starting it again recently. So uh, within the next few months, I'll probably start it again. It's got one of the best stories in any game I've ever played. Yep. And yep. not to mention it's one of the, I mean, it's better than the stories. And of it the keeps, movies. you're only halfway through it. It keeps going. The oh, whole thing so is good. good. So, so good. Well, yep. I appreciate that. I know we talked about, seeing guardians and stuff like that. And we're not watching the Mandalorian, but what are you watching? We haven't talked about what we're watching in a while. I, I talked about Picard last time, you know, but what are you watching currently? Like right this second. Oh, let's see. Ted Lasso. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm in the middle of Ted. No, I'm, I'm, I'm caught up on Ted Lasso, okay. which by the way is season three. It's so good. Yeah. We're in the middle of it. Yeah. So, you know, you, 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 
for, for episode after episode, you kept talking about Ted Lasso and I was always like, yeah, okay, that sounds fun. You know, whatever. <laughs> I, I, I never saw, I've never seen it. Didn't, didn't sound like something that would appeal to me. Uh, I'm not a football fan. I'm not a soccer fan. Um, yeah. But boy, first episode hooked me like a, like a fish. Just my, my, the hook right through my upper lip, you know, yeah. I couldn't get away. Sucked me in. It's, it's tractor beam. I would have tell, what I tell everyone who, who I try to convince to watch it. It's the most feel good television show I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Even with the sadness, even with the sad it's parts, unbelievable. It's, it's just, I watch it with a smile on my face every single episode. Yeah. Yeah. It is geniusly written in ways that even, okay, you know, most of the time we, we complain about writing sometimes, you know, yeah. or sometimes you'll be like, oh yeah, that was predictable. You watch Ted Lasso and I literally just go, uh, literally, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know how they wrote this. This is, this is unbelievable. It's so good. Yeah. So I'm watching that. And then good. what else am I watching? Um, shoot, you caught me off guard. I haven't, I wasn't no, thinking about right. it. I what just a, figured what I'd ask watching? what's on yeah, your you watch list, man. You should have. What am Who's I watching? Watch list. Dang it. That's all right. Well, how about this? While you're thinking, I'll talk. Yeah. Talk and for then, a while. Uh, <laughs> it'll come to you. Maybe. I, I didn't get a chance to say that I had finished because last time I did the show, I'd only watched through episode nine of Picard season three. So I did finish it. I loved it. Um, nothing really further to say except for the fact that that is some of the best Star Trek I have ever seen. Yeah. I would hands agree. down. I would agree. And if for you, the most part. Yeah. They have their moments, but every show has their moments. Yeah. I, I would say that if you've not seen Picard at all, just skip straight to season yes. three. Don't even bother with seasons one and two unless you you're don't interested, need them. but just go straight to three. It's standalone. You don't need to, there's yeah. nothing about the first two seasons that you need to, well, except, I mean, the characters, some of the characters are established, but some, but not that many. I mean, yeah. it's, it's mostly next generation right. cast and that's they, the focus. They do have, okay. So there were some, remember, I don't know if I talked about this on the show, but I, I can't remember who I talked about this with but I was really frustrated with the continuity from seasons one and two between that and season three. Mm. They just threw some of the story and some of the plot and some of the, what just happened in seasons one and two out the window and just, but here's the thing on one hand, I hate that, right? Because they, they're not keeping the story consistent. On the other hand, I loved it because seasons one and two of Picard weren't consistent with the next generation in the first place. Whereas season three was, it was like a continuation from the next generation. And here we are 30 years later, boom. Now you've got your continuation finally, which honestly it negates seasons one and two almost completely. Mm -hmm. And so I'm okay with that because I think they kind of screwed up with seasons one and two. But on the other hand, it was like, well, where were the Borg or what about this? And how, what about, you know, Allison Gerardi and all those weird things that it's just like, what just happened? Yeah. And I was, I was reading about it and some of the showrunners addressed it. And they literally gave the biggest BS answer ever. And it was like, they tried to explain it away, but I'm like, okay, I'm a big enough Star Trek fan that I'm like, they're not even, this is crap. Not trying. No, I'm like, I, th I think it really came down to is they went, yeah, we're just ignoring that. We're going to pretend wow. like Indiana Jones four didn't happen sort of thing. Right. If you know what I mean. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're watching Ted Lasso. We're watching, um, Let's see. Now I'm caught off guard. What, see, what else am I watching? Isn't that weird? Like, I know. like I, I'm still having trouble <laughs> thinking of anything else I'm oh, watching right now. Superman and Lois. I started. Okay. I haven't done that. You know, I loved season one. So good. Yeah. Season two was good too. Season three so far has been, has had its good moments, but it's, it's a little too drama -y for me right now. And I'm not, I'm four episodes in. I'm like, eh. bad batch, which is the animated star Wars about the, it's like post clone wars. Right. And there's like the, the leftover clones as the empire's taken over and gotten just random storms. It's really good. I mean, they're the bad batch of clones. 
they're the the ones that were not exactly the copies, and so they formed this elite group. You know, okay, it's good. You know, honestly, if you want good Star Wars, the animated stuff is better than most stuff right now, except Andor. But other than that, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think what else I'm watching. I'm not really watching much. Oh, oh, and Netflix finally jumped in. I, I just got the notification today. I love this. Um, let's just say Netflix can kiss my, you know what? Um, oh. So when they first started and they started doing the streaming thing, they promoted the crap out of share it, share your account. We want people to enjoy Netflix. You know, they, okay. they actually told you to, sh- to share it. Then it was kind of more like, okay, we're not going to promote that as much, but you know, here's a family plan. You're going to pay for a family plan and it's okay if you want to share it with your family. Sure. And this could include, by the way, like your parents who don't live in the same household. They were okay with that. And especially, you know, you see like families that have kids and then the kid goes off to college and you know, he's going to be on their account. It's a, it's, you're paying for, you're paying extra for the family plan. Yeah. Well, they started rolling this out in different countries within the last year or so that they were going to crack down on this and they were going to raise their prices and they were going to say that unless they live in the actual same physical household, you can't have them on the same account anymore. And it's an extra $8 a month or whatever in order to have like an additional person. Right. So if it's coming from a different, well, how do they IP police address? Well, but your, each computer has its own IP address. They're going to make you like check in regularly now as far as like, yeah, I confirm that I'm at this address and then they're going to try to IP it and stuff. And I mean, I've got ways around that personally because I is don't, it, is I don't it, want people tracking me, but I think it's because I'm just guessing here that they're, they're, they're not making as much revenue anymore, but with all the other streaming services out there That's now, exactly and so they're, they're trying to make more money, which I don't, I don't blame them for doing it, but yes, that's exactly what's going on. But here's the other problem. Netflix has canceled so many things and they're not doing as well. And you know, all those shows that we're putting out for the longest time, like all of these great shows. I mean, stranger things was one of them, but you know, they were doing lost in space. They originally did all the Marvel TV shows, all of them, right? Cobra Kai manifest. I mean, all those, right. They're down to Cobra Kai. They're down to, well, they have one more Stranger Things. One more Stranger Things. Yeah, they they saved Manifest, but it's done. I mean, it's it's airing its last few episodes in so, June. So they're ramping down their creative. I don't uh, know if they're content. ramping it down or if they've lost rights to it or something. But hmm. they've canceled a lot of what they were going to be doing that everybody was excited about. And so not only has their you know their prices have gone up, they're getting greedy now about the the household thing, and the content goes down. And so, bye. What other show is on I'm Apple out. besides Ted Lasso? There's another show on Apple that severance decides that uh, for all mankind. It's another I mean, show. It's another them. Apple show that I've been watching, but I just can't think of it right now. When I get home and I get my computer on again, show. I'll be like, Oh duh. I don't know. There's a ton of them. There's a lot of them on there. <laughs> no, I was watching Picard and I was watching uh, Ted Lasso. And I think those are the two primary ones. So yeah, well we're going to get rid of Netflix now at this point. Cause I'm not going to, I'm not going to play that game. You know what though? Here's the thing. I, I wish people would do this. You vote with your money. Yeah. So if you have a problem, cancel Netflix, for example, or, you know, if you think, uh, the game companies that have raised from let's charge $50. Oh, now let's charge $70 for a new game. Well, they you went from a, 60 to 70, but yeah, well, but it went from 50 to 60 recently. No, and now it was quite a while ago. Actually. They, they stayed with 60 for an unusually long time. Actually. Did they? Yeah. Okay. But still they just raised it and yeah. it's like, you know, it's kind of tough time still for everybody. Still. It's not like people are just making yeah, it's more not money. Like we make more money. Exactly. No, but what, what shocks me is people are like, okay, I'll just pay the extra money. And I'm like, you know, you can vote with your money. Yeah. If you don't like it, don't buy it. And then they'll have to be forced to drop but it But I got to watch my thing, dude. Yeah, dude. People people are suckers. 
Uh, hey, I'm one of them. Well, I mean, I am too, but it's just like, <laughs> I'm starting to, this is me practicing setting boundaries. I don't want to be a sucker. I want to, if I really want it, okay, I'll spend the money on it. But if I'm like, no, yeah. you know what? No, thanks. You priced yourself out of my reach. Yeah. That's my thing now. Yeah, I, that's fair. All right, really quick. And we're going to, we're going to wrap this up, but some new music. I just wanted to share this because uh, we've got the little list started that I did the, the TRBS 2023 mix, by the way. Um, so go ahead and follow that. It's, you know, it's in the show notes and stuff like that, but it's on Spotify. Uh, Danger Silent. I've liked this band for a long time, but they've been doing Ellie Goulding covers. Isn't that funny how Ellie Goulding is old enough now that people are doing <laughs> covers of her? It's so fun. Well, I got, I do laugh about this because, you know, Ellie, Ellie Goulding is, is very much pop, right? These yeah. guys are hard rock. And so hearing Burn and Figure Eight, which are great songs, by the way, hearing those in hard rock, even almost screamo, I'm laughing. <laughs> but then on the other hand, I'm like, this is really good. These guys are talented. So it's amazing. The Fat Rat, which I'm always a big fan of him. Um, they have a new uh, He has a new song called Hunger and it's good. And then if you want something freaking hilarious, he did a song called Monkeys. <laughs> is it about people? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funnier, but no, this is good. Uh, Timmy Trumpet and Showtech did a song called Dream and the Dream, and then Bonnie and Clyde or Bonnie X Clyde. I don't know, how, you know, new new group to me. Another you. Oh, can I add something? Yeah. Uh, uh, Destat. There's a band called Destat. They're they're kind of an established Swedish band. I think. Okay. I they, 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 they haven't spelled that. D E and then and then a space then S T A D T. Oh, okay. Stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna put this in the thing. They they have a song called War uh, Witch Doctor. Okay. It's not even a new song. It's 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 uh, it's a few years old now, I think. But okay. it's such a cool song. I love it. Sweet, dude. So I'll put it in the mix. Yeah. Do that. There you go. There's some new music. Check it out. You know we'd love to hear from you. So if you've got new music or things you're watching, maybe we need some. Especially with the writer's strike right now going on, there's not going to be a lot of new TV coming out. I don't think for a while, or even movies. I'm not sure, but eventually we might have to. Yeah, it'll it'll probably cycle in about a six to oh, but six months to one year thing. But the, we need to just get some old stuff ideas. There's so much out there that we can watch that we haven't seen yet. I mean, that, that, exactly. That's, that's what kind of hurts the writers' strike. I, I know we're getting. I'm, I'm launching on another topic right oh, now. That's but all right. The writers don't have it. The they don't have as much leverage as they used to because there's so much content out there to keep people occupied. Yeah while they're striking. Whereas That's back true. in the nineties, when they, the first time I remember them striking back in the nineties, it was a big deal. Everyone talked about it. Cause like all your favorite shows on network, network TV yeah. were on pause. They were having to rerun everything. Yeah, that's true. But there's so much out there now that it's, it, it, it they don't have near as much leverage as they used to. That's true. I know. I, I look at all the stuff that's been kind of piling up and I go, I do want to watch this but it's on a list to watch because then something else that comes out that I'm a little bit more excited about. I watch that first yeah. and that's usually what continues to happen. And then I never get to that stuff. Yeah. But now I'm like, Oh, well, you know, as things start kind of calming down a bit, I'll have time to get to the other things that I'm excited about. So, you know what we have not done in a long time. Like I'm pretty sure it's been since January 20th, captain showering. Uh, that's deep thoughts with captain influence. If a little kid pukes in a theater, does an angel lose their virginity? Oh. Um, I've wondered that so many times. Seriously. Every, t- every time a kid pukes, an angel loses his virginity. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. Thanks in for joining in us. Theater. Thanks for joining us. You know what the music means. We're out of here. Real Brian's show is signing off. Bye. Bye.
The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.